0: Hey, welcome to John Bound Politics number 40. That's right. We made it to 40, just like Macaulay Culkin. On this episode, we'll talk to Jeremy about a topic that I can't get enough of. Music. The author G. Edward Griffin, who wrote the Overton Window moving classic, The Creature from Jekyll Island, Conducted an interview with Soviet defector, KGB propagandist, and possible CIA asset Yuri Bezmenov in 1984. In that interview, Bezmenov described four stages of the Marxist takeover, which he said that as far back as uh, in 1984, that some of those stages had already been accomplished. These stages would essentially serve as a template for how to penetrate Western civilization with Marxist ideology and gradually implode it from within so that the so called revolutionaries could manipulate the crumbs that were left over. One of those stages, the first known as demoralization, is a process where Marxism is indoctrinated into our culture, especially the schools. But more importantly, and I think this may be the most overlooked, is the degradation of our musical culture as a voice of individual freedom, a check on morality, and a creative force that knows no equal within Western civilization. Musicians in the past could reach other free-thinking people with a reflection on societal truths and norms. And by the past, I mean about up until right around 9-11, when suddenly the music industry was swallowed up by an Illuminati stranglehold and terrestrial radio automation, where a God-given talent like an Eric Gales or Derek Trucks was relegated to the back burner. Their distribution to a wider culture via billboard charts, terrestrial radio, or the Grammys was tossed in the dustbin of history in favor of brainwashing gangster rap and monotonous sexually suggestive vile pop music focusing on America's youth. Here we are, 20 years later, and I'm still stunned by the mental illness driving the zombie hordes of Marxism burning down America's cities. Joining me is Jeremy, who is a musician and a Twitter friend of the show, who's here to talk about the pervasive rot in the American music industry and how that translates into a larger cultural affliction. In the wake of the release of Cardi B's WAP, We'll discuss what teens and young adults are exposed to today while trying not to sound too grumpy and old. Young people use music, especially popular music, to express themselves and help them interpret their emotions and the world around them. With SoundCloud mumble rappers and pornographic hip-hop seductresses as their musical guides, is there a chance of Generation Z leading us out of this rather dark sonic age, Jeremy?
1: John, I don't know, man. I'd like to think so, but I'm not really sure. Um, some of the music they they're into like the vapor wave and the chill wave and all that stuff. It seems like that's all they have. Like they don't even like music that where people play instruments.
0: They they really don't. It's a culture that's had everything done for them, and they're used to it being done mm-hmm. for them. And I think that get up and go is get up and gone because. Uh, Yeah. It seems like all of the mental illness that we're seeing, you know, especially right now up in Wisconsin, isn't it amazing that you can look at these people and and think, you know, I can understand one or two, 10, maybe 50, maybe a hundred of these people having this mental illness that they clearly have, but thousands And, and, and in order for that to happen, there had to be something that, that affected them. And, uh, you know, go ahead and reminisce, um, on the glory days, because there was a time when music was incredibly important and it was fueled by, uh, you had to be good. You had to be good. You had to be saying something in order to reach the people and be popular, or you had to be incredibly talented and that's all gone. It's gone.
1: And you know, especially you know, I don't I don't wanna sound sexist here, but you know, when when we were younger, boys weren't into pop music and hip hop. We had actual bands and that's gone. That's gone. There there is no Metallica. Um there's nothing for young men to really get that angst out. Like, like we used to have and it's all gangster rap now.
0: And that's, yeah, that's what they're doing with their angst. And, and the gangster rap, you know, I, when I was, uh, geez, I must've been nine years old, but I went to, uh, King's dominion and saw the sugar hill gang and grandmaster flash and, uh, and that, that was hip hop. That was the birth of rap and, you know, growing up, you know, loved run DMC and, uh, you know, eventually got into the Beastie Boys, but I had already heard all that stuff before. You know, I'd, I'd grown up with hip-hop. And so right. when I say what I'm about to say, it's not as if I, I, I for some reason, am detached from rap. But what I'm about to no. say, what I'm saying is modern rap sucks ass. Sucks big Horribly. ass. Horribly. and, and, and The it's, lyrics
1: it, aren't there. The there, talent isn't there.
0: Well and and they're rapping about killing people. Yeah. And and that's what yeah. we're seeing it's in the sex. streets.
1: It's killing people and it's sex. That's all it is. If you can even understand it. And and honestly, I think it's kind of like that on purpose. You had said in the in the intro there that the Illuminati had taken over the music industry and it's almost like they're, they're mass-producing garbage on purpose to demoralize people, and they know people will lap it up. And I look for, in 20 years, the rap will just be some dude farting into a microphone, and people will still buy it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I Sorry, I had my mic down. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and back in the day, that would actually, uh, that'd be Weird Al Yankovic doing it, and, you know, he'd, he'd be parodying another song, but uh, yeah, right. But in the future, the, it'll just be a guy farting. It might as well be. Uh, you listen to Cardi B's. You know, I I was told, oh, you got to hear this Cardi B song, and I thought, oh well. god. You know, and I I grew up with. You know, when I was a kid, like a virgin from Madonna, and she's all she's very being very seductive and everything. It just you know to my own Christian upbringing, it seemed like wow, she's really pushing the envelope. But it's. Like, it's nothing compared to what no. Cardi, and it, but I will say this for Madonna, uh, at least Madonna she's a horrible actress, but uh, at least she's a good musician. And true, and and so it, it, I mean it was catchy, you know it's pop music, but it, it sticks in your head. If you, I mean if you're thinking of that song, you've heard it, It's running through your head right now. But I guarantee Cardi, there was B's, a level
1: of songwriting there, John. Sure, that we don't
0: have today. Well, and and that's the thing is. So I, I went and I, I read the lyrics to Cardi B's uh, "WAP" first, and didn't listen. I I hadn't listened to the song yet, or I actually went and watched the video, just to take the whole disgusting thing in, and <laughs> uh, and so I read the the uh, the lyrics, and I can read them here. It's uh, this is you know, uh, I I can I can cuss. Uh, fortunately, I can repeat a, a billboard chart topping song on my own little podcast. Uh, but it starts you're, out. You're with,
1: popping my therapy on what, man. I I saw the video, but I yeah. haven't heard the lyrics. I've been kind of dreading it, but it, it's All right, a well, huge I'm, thing.
0: I'm, I'm I, you know, everyone else is like, you know, I saw Tucker and he was like, go read the lyrics. So I did. Um, and I'm just going to read them here because I can. And, uh, if there are any kids around, uh, and I was just saying out there to the listeners: if there are any kids around, uh, turn this off right now, or uh, cover their ears, or tell them to leave the room, or put some headphones on, because I'm I'm going to read the intro and the first chorus. And uh, okay, I'm going to count to five: one, two, three, four, five. Okay, here we go. Who's in this house? There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Ho up. I said, certified freak, seven days a week, wet-ass pussy, make that pull-out game week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you fucking with some wet-ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet-ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet-ass pussy. And, okay, you know the thing is the creative spirit about American uh, individualism is we, we kind of give that a pass because we expect that maybe the music behind it is good, you know, but it's terrible. It's terrible. I went and listened to the song. It's some automated, just monotone monotonous crap. And, and she has, she has no ability as a musician. It's, it's it's just, hor- it's just the worst music ever made.
1: Okay, the left is tied hand-in-hand hand with feminism, right?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. Right. How? Right. That, that is the most, a woman's only worth is her pussy. Right. But somehow that's tied to feminism, and that's okay. Now, if you or I would say anything one twentieth of that, we would be labeled misogynists. If we just said, uh, uh, "We already are," just
0: just for being white males, we, that's just a given. Correct. To to that generation, by
1: the way, it's total hypocrisy, man.
0: Total, and it's total uh, demoralization. Like I said in the intro, uh, it's dirty. They, it's all about demoralization. It's all about not yeah. doing the right thing ever, and and making yeah. making a culture out of not doing the right thing. In fact, you know, doing you know the Luciferian opposite of everything. Mm-hmm. And you Invergent. know, it's like like you know how the Luciferians um, they do the the their black mass is the the Catholic mass in reverse. You know, the upside yeah. down cross. Everything is, is put up on its head and, uh, mm-hmm. and it's, and then it's turned around and sold to our children. And so that's been going on for 20 years. Now, yep. y- you know, you had said, uh, there, there aren't any bands out there for these generations. And, and the thing is, uh, unfortunately there are, there's you, there's me, uh, my brother has a band. Uh, that's very popular. He probably doesn't want me to talk about it on the show, but, uh, and, but there's no exposure. And so what happened, what happened to me was I, I was doing a, uh, public, uh, radio show in Georgetown, Kentucky, outside of Lexington, Kentucky. It was 50,000 Watts. And the name of my show was JB's home cooking. And I was, I was very popular because I was playing great music. You know, if it was good, we played it Mm -hmm. and I witnessed the end of everything. Uh I met yeah. Derek, Derek Trucks when he was 13 years old. You know, I met Bob Dylan. I met just on and on and on. I met all these people and I, but they were coming to us because we were the last post. We were the last place they could go to because of the automation and then the our company got basically destroyed by a guy who uh, worked for Clear Channel and came in there and took us down because we were beating all the Clear Channel stations in our in our area, uh, all the way up to mm-hmm. Cincinnati, down to Tennessee. We were just owning the whole area, and uh, we right. hired this guy. We didn't know he was Clear Channel. He came in and basically took us down, destroyed us from the inside, and that was the end of that. And then, so I'm looking for a job after that, and I go to get a job. The only station, you know, that I can get a job in. And it's a clear channel station, and my job Mm -hmm. would be to sit there and make sure the automation stays on, that the computer doesn't freeze up. That was my new job, and I quit. Yeah. I quit and I left. But that's a real uh, metaphor for where we are. It's automated. Yeah, and here's the sad thing,
1: John. Even the music that isn't automated, like quote-unquote rock music today, it's either like it, it, it's like garbage. It, it's either overplayed radio. It's like pop. It, it's rock music, but it's really just mass-produced pop. Or it's some indie stuff. And I can't lie. I do like some indie bands like Fleet Foxes. There are some good bands out sure. there. But they're, what's the word, man? It's so wussified. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. It all this shoe gaze, very yeah. docile, just um I don't even know how to explain it. They're well they got no,
0: no balls. None. And you know, they're and,
1: all hipster yeah. leftists.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, and they've they've you know, my, my generation, Generation X is kind of the end of it all. We just the, the music yeah. that that Generation that X start. made, you know, we when I was a kid, punk was just starting. And then you go go through the '80s and up into the '90s when we grow up and we start making music. Mm -hmm. If you go back and listen to the '80s, you know late '70s, '80s, '90s music, you're gonna hear people that That were they're constantly trying to push the envelope, right? And and that's what we always expected. But now there's no. I mean, if somebody is pushing the envelope, you got to go find them.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or they're just pushing the envelope with pure feel,
0: right? Right. Well, I, like Cardi B, I, I think that's what she's doing. It's like, look at me, you know. I can say what's never been said before. The uh, promotion of the N word within Black culture, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Of, you know, of course, uh, they they put it out there, and let's say you sang that song back at a Cardi B concert, which to me must be that that's if I go to hell, that's where I'll go. Um, a living hell, a living hell. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be forced to repeat these lyrics, but, um, if you, in society, if you repeated those lyrics as a white person, and it's funny because it says beat it up N word, catch a charge you get beat up and you catch a charge yeah. from somebody that's offended. And, and so this double standard, the hypocrisy is all a part of it. Um, it's, it's as if in order to understand and appreciate her music, you really have to be mentally ill.
1: Agreed. And, and man, I'm seeing it firsthand. Um, you know, I, I'm a West Virginia boy. Um, from the country and I'm watching this generation of little country, white kids and they all, it's all mumble rap. Like my, my little brother-in-law, he, he, that's all he has. It's that image. Um, it's just absolutely ridiculous, man. They, they don't understand what good music
0: is. They've lost that. Yeah, we could, we could go on forever on this topic. I did, but uh we're kind of running out of time so I, I did want to get uh I heard uh you've got some in- interesting news about uh some Indian mounds on your property. If you could tell me that story, I'd love to hear
1: Oh, wow, okay. Um yeah, it's actually my former property. Um but yeah, it's uh there was an Adena mound there on that property and um I was never a guy that believed in the paranormal, anything like that, until I moved into that property. And I'm here to tell you, man, there's something to that whole thing.
0: Oh, um, you, you've come to the right place. I've, I've had numerous experiences. Uh, and, oh, know, wow. Yeah, I've had, I've had. I did not know that. Yeah, I've had at least at least five out-of-body experiences. The first one was triggered Wild, huh? by a car wreck when I was fifteen years old so and then I was able to do that several times and that's just one type of psychic phenomena that I've experienced so I totally get it so, wow. I, I I really like to hear your story
1: yeah man um <laughs> it it was crazy it it was one of those things i I tried to write it off as much as I could and but when it gets to the point where you have witnesses and, and other people around you are experiencing it, but um, it started just with, like, knocks, taps, stuff like that. And then it, would, it, it finally progressed. Like, uh, one night, my wife and I, uh, our boy was two months old. And as you know, a two-month-old, he can't move around a whole lot at all. Can't even roll over from his back. And we had made a little makeshift bed out of a blanket on the floor and went into another room to close the door and smoke a cigarette. We didn't even finish a full cigarette came back and it was like something. It took that child's ankle, turned him one eighty, and pulled him about five or six feet up under a desk. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> here's what really made that even weirder. Um, There is a device called the ovulus that uh, the TV show Ghost Adventures uses. And I had purchased one. I didn't even know if it was going to work. I had no faith in it. Well, about two nights after that, I turned it on, and it said it it picks one word at a time out of a database of about 4,000 words. So for it to give you a coherent sentence, is almost impossible there's no way it can do it by chance and it said his name carpet pull drag and i'd i asked it after that i said who are you what's doing this and it said demon so that kind of spun me off man into this whole it's been 10 years of researching the paranormal um i've had i can see
0: why you moved
1: Yeah, man. And I'm, you know, even before I moved, I got, I was just done with it. It's not wise to search for it in your own home. You're kind of opening a doorway there. Uh huh. But yeah, it's very, very real. Um, I know a lot of people don't believe in it or believe in the spiritual side of life, but it is very real. Yeah. Oh, Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't, you, you don't want to, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, you could battle it by having either a shaman or a priest come there and try to drive it out, but, you know, it's just not worth it. And, That's kind and, of what and you haven't had any, any. how long ago did you move?
1: We moved back in the spring, but it had stopped for probably three or four years before then, and I'll, I'll be dead honest, what stopped it? Was me turning to God, turning to Christ?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a total shield.
1: Absolutely
0: stop it. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you surround yourself with uh, the archangels, and um, Mm -hmm. I mean that, and they can't get through. It can't get through. No, and you know, and that that's yeah. It kind of goes back to our topic here. Kind of brings us full circle Mm -hmm. because uh, that's what the demoralization does is it uh, removes that protection. For an entire generation of Americans, uh, when the rest of these generations more or less were protected. And, and so, you know, I mean, you're seeing what happened in Kenosha with this kid, uh, the 17 year old from Illinois who shot, you know, three people and sure looks like it's self-defense to me. Uh, and we'll see. I mean, they have laws in Wisconsin that say, you know, that he, he, he was acting in self defense, but it's just common sense, but there's going to be more of this. There's, they're not protected. They're not Mm -hmm. on the side of good. They're not on the side of right. And no, and what goes around comes around, you know?
1: Yeah, man. It's just like the Bible says, these people call good evil and evil. Good. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're, we're definitely that point
0: yeah yeah they 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 turn it around uh and you know i i need to uh probably well next week i've got a guest coming on but the the week after that i'm gonna go through the history of the illuminati in the world it's a long history but it really uh really explains a lot and yes and, you know a lot about history it's an alternative history but it's been going mm-hmm. on all this time and it goes way back um yep. especially especially begins in the 18th century but uh it really st- you know kicks off uh through the 19th century and it's really been going on through the 20th century and and it's culminating right now and uh, peaking for sure for sure and you know so, yeah, that's one of the best things you can do is, is believe and protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And it, like I said, I had my own experiences. I was raised, you know, I went to a, a First Christian Church in Moorhead, Kentucky, and I was raised by uh, two Christians. And uh, a lot of my family, uh, some of my family are atheists. And, you know, uh, this is America. You can believe whatever you want. Um, my ancestor, um, is John bound and I won't go on too much about that, but you can look him up. He has an H in his name and, uh, he's, he's the guy that's responsible for religious freedom in this country. And he's my direct ancestor. So there's no, I didn't know that. Yeah. And we're, and my family is like, you know, I, Abraham Lincoln's great grandfather was a bound, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And, and we're related to at, l- at least nine presidents, but it's all, and, and we're also related to the Winthrop family, you know, so it mm-hmm. it really comes down to morality. It's not hard, you know, to, no. it's not hard, you know, and, and I'm not one, I've got friends now that are preaching and a uh, really good friend back in, um, in Moorhead, Kentucky who's preaching and I, I'm not one to force anything on anybody, but I will say, you know, you should, you should go towards what's right because I I have experienced things and I've been to the other side numerous times. I should probably get get more into this on a different show. Maybe I should get like a psychic on or something, but, uh, Mm -hmm. and, and that totally convinced me that, you know, when, when this life is over, it's not over. It's It's not not over. It's not over. It just keeps going. And so you better be ready for the next thing. This is all just a test. And uh absolutely. Listening to Cardi B is uh you're gonna fail that test. You know big time. And 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 pushing a Marxist revolution on uh the only freedom loving, philosophically adept creation ever uh, that the human experience has had, uh, is, is a big F minus too. So, um, agreed. Well, uh, Jeremy, I feel like I could talk to you forever, but, uh, we're looking at 30 minutes now and I'll be sure to talk to you again. Just, uh, just tweet me and let me know what's on your mind. And it's always good to talk to you. Is there any way, uh, other folks can reach you online?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. My Twitter handle is High Plains Grifter. That is H I P L A I N Z Grifter G R I F T
0: E R. That's great. And that's that's on Twitter. Well, that's great. Right. Well, thanks again, Jeremy, for joining me and and again, I look forward to talking to you again.
1: Yes, sir, buddy. And and just last statement here for me God is the answer guys turn to God as much as you can
0: absolutely absolutely we all need them we all need it in our lives Um, and uh, it's interesting what happens to your heart and your mind when you do that you know
1: yeah it's a process it doesn't happen overnight but it's real try it out and you'll see
0: Uh, just try it just give it a try if you don't like it, you can go back to listening to Cardi B. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, Jeremy. Yeah, salute. Thanks for joining okay, me. Hey, John. Take care. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening. You can find me at Johnbound Politics on YouTube, at DailyNewsCollective.com, at Newsbound on Twitter, on the HC Universal Network, at van.video. Video. Good night, America, wherever you are.